Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Football and Feelings, the podcast that shows a deeper side to the fans, creators, anyone with an affiliation with the beautiful game. You've joined me for an audio exclusive episode today. We're going to be doing the three key questions. One's football related, one's hypothetical and one is deep and personal. And for that, again, I'm joined by Alfie Macken. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Thanks for having me back. Pleasure. Pleasure. It's been a, been a long time since, uh, since I saw you. Yeah, only Ten a minutes few ago, minutes, so, yeah. uh, just, uh, there's a little glimmer behind the behind the curtain there. Just uh, for yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, Alfie, I wanted to ask you. Tell me about um, about radio presenting because you do some of that, and it's something I've always been interested in. How did you sort of get into that? Yeah, so funnily enough, it was actually my mum. It was a, f- like a few years ago, and she was like, "You know, they do like there's a radio station at hospital, like hospital radio." And I was like, "Yeah." What? And um, I thought it was just the case of, you know, going up there and like sticking your phone into uh, an aux and then playing some songs over the speakers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But it's not. It's a full full shebang radio station. <laughs> nice. And um, it was only until like June, no, yeah, like June, May last year that I applied for it. And um, it's basically just volunteering. I don't get paid for anything. But yeah, I, um, I'm currently a, a radio presenter for Hospital Radio from where I, um, where I live. Nice. A lot of people go through that route, don't they? Like to become a to come become a presenter. Like so many people. Yeah. Like people I've had on on this podcast, like Max Fosh, uh, Richie Driss. I think he did something similar. What do he's you got think... a voice for it, Max Fosh. He's got he a has, voice for it. He, he has. Hasn't he? He's got he the has. radio voice. Yeah. What no, do you um, think makes a good presenter on radio? I think you've got to have. I th- the thing is right. It is the voice is very important. I think you need to, but. Not only that, you need to be like, um, you need to try and make people think about what you might be like in real life. You've got to try and portray yourself as someone who is like off the radio, interesting, and you want to yeah. talk to them and stuff like that. You've got, they've got, you've got to be a, not a character. You've got to be somewhat a character, but you've got to be real at the same time. Yeah, you can't be too over dramatic. I think. Yeah, that's one thing. When you listen to like a lot of local radio stations, sometimes you can hear them trying a little bit too hard. And they're like, yeah. oh, bloody hell, what are kids like, eh? Anyway, uh, give yeah. us a text on 227228. Let us know. Well, How what... do your kids annoy you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. That is literally it. But that's, I like um, BBC Radio 1 Extra. I think um, one of the presenters called Nadia J. And um, she speaks as she is in real life. And that's what yeah. I like, I think. So that's, um, yeah, that's one of my favourite stations. Do you have like restrictions on what you can what you can uh, play like song wise in a hospital? Um, you obviously can't have songs with swearing, as I think a lot of radio stations are. Like, well, most yeah. radio, radio stations are like that. But um, like you've got to think about the demographic of who you um, could be playing to. So obviously, hospital normally you're playing to older generations and stuff. So mm. um, you need to try and keep it like the music um in relation to where they 
are from and like what you know what they enjoy so um i but luckily for me i i do like older music like i like 60s 70s 80s like kind of um rock bands like the rolling stones beatles etc so it's quite it's all right but no i do get the opportunity to play modern songs and songs are in the charts as well so it's quite a nice balance yeah do you have any like interaction with the with the patients at all or do you are you sort of locked away or um the studio is is on hospital grounds it's just off from the main like um building um what have you so um but no, we do, we do. That's what we kind of aim for because the hospital radio is meant to be for the patient. We're actually mm. looking at becoming a, um, going to DAB, I think it is. So we'll yeah. be broadcasted into like people's cars and stuff like a bit more. We're not just the hospital. Um, but um, yeah, you can, we kind of like base our show on requests. So we love to get requests in and to do that, you do like ward runs, go up on the wards, obviously not at the moment. But um, we try and get people to call up from their hospital phone. So if they want a song played, they just call me up. I pick nice. up the phone and then just put it into my um, rundown and then go, oh, this is for Steve up on like Ward D. Um, <laughs> this is for you and stuff like that. So, yeah, we do have quite a good bit of interaction with the patients. Class, these are reason. Right. Anyway, sorry. Let's uh, let's uh, enough about you. Um, <laughs> Selfish, <let's>, arrogant. <laughs> let's move on to the to the football question for this uh, this episode. I want us to go. No one through... cares about what you have to say, Alfie. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> Joke. Of course, I do. That's why I asked. I want to do the our dream seven aside team. Now, this can oh, be yes. past or present. Um, so, um, yeah. Do, do you want to go first? Do you want to take the lead on this one? Okay. So. Before I start, I haven't, I haven't included either Messi or Ronaldo into mine. Mm-hmm, same. Now, I I just feel like they're two options. Like if you put them in, I feel it's just a waste because we know how good they are. We know that anyone would want to play with them. Yeah. So I've gone for um, a few other different options. I'm playing a um a three two one, so with a goalkeeper and then three defenders, two midfield and one attacker. Because I feel like the one attacker I've put in stands out so much that he doesn't need a second pair, like a pair, like a mm-hmm. partnership. So, start at the back in goal. Um, I've gone for Edwin van der Sar. Oh, nice. Now, I know people always, a lot, of, a lot of people I ask always go for Schmeichel over van der Sar. But for me, I know both goalkeepers won. I think Schmeichel was nearly like, I think he's like 36, 37 when they won the treble or something, which is mad impressive. But van der Sar for me was just... A standout keeper. I used, to, even though he's a Man United player, I used to love Van der Sar mm. for some reason. And yeah, um, I, I, used to, I, I used to have a, I used to have a Holland kit with his name on, um, just to go on. I think he joined United from Fulham at like thirty-five or something, and then went on to win Premier Leagues, Champions Leagues, and stuff. And I know goalies can go on a bit more, but that's my reason. He was just, I don't know, my favourite keeper. So he's going in net. Um, back three. I've gone for three centre halves instead of full backs. Um, just because I do appreciate full backs such as Roberto Carlos and Netti, etc. But I feel like a three at the back is um more appropriate for this. So mm-hmm. I've gone for Sergio Ramos. I nice. think that goes without saying, just because he he is Real Madrid now. Um he is the face of Real Madrid. He has scored over a hundred goals from centre back. Ridiculous. He's won five five or six champions leagues i think it is la liga's world cup euro i think it'd be silly to leave him out i think he's one of the best center backs of all time and he still isn't done yet um next to him is uh jt gone for john terry nice um rock solid classic english center back 
won everything at club level. Um, unfortunately, not at um, international level, which is a shame because I do mm. feel he deserves better. But um, I think it's based on um, longevity as well, how long he went for and maintaining that. Um, I, I was very close to putting Tony Adams in ahead, ahead of him. Very, very close. But um, I've kind of done players that um, are more around my era that I've watched. Uh, yeah. Like I'm not putting in Pele, Eusebio, Cruyff, because even though I know how good they were, I didn't watch them. They weren't part of my generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last but not least, I put Virgil van Dijk in because I, it is because I'm biased, but it's also the fact that he is probably, ability-wise, the greatest centre-back in Premier League history. I know he hasn't got the stats that everyone else does, but just in terms of ability and talent, Virgil van Dijk, I think, is the best centre-back. Nice. Uh, how, how, are you, how are you feeling about my defence? I I think it's a very solid defence. I don't think many people are getting past you. I'm surprised you've gone with three defenders, but uh, we'll, we'll come on to that. Finish it, do your lineup, then uh, I'll, I'll think of some concluding comments. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll do subs, maybe. We'll do, we'll do subs. <laughs> so, midfield two, I've gone for Kevin De Bruyne, arguably probably the best midfielder on the planet at the moment, and... Mm-hmm. I just love watching him play. It is just a joy to watch. And yeah, it looks I so easy. It just, it just, it lit, that is literally it. He makes it look so easy. He makes he makes you think that you go, oh, I could do that, but you can't. Yeah. That's how good he is. Yeah. He makes you think you could do it, but you couldn't. Um, and next to him, I've gone for Zinedine Zidane. Um, my, probably my second favourite player of all time. Just mm. class. The control, yeah. like the the relationship with the ball, the the composure, the just the the balls that man had to do some things. That chip in that World Cup final, that volley in the Champions League final, just unbelievable. Um, so yeah, they're my midfield two, and then just in front of them, probably in my opinion, the best striker of all time. I've gone for R nine Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, both footed. Um, mm. two-footed fast eye for goal skill arrogance just everything everything you'd want in a striker he 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 had it yeah that, that sorry yeah I was doing the maths that is seven isn't it that is a that's a mega squad I'd imagine turning up to your fucking local seven aside pitch with your plan against them <laughs> you've got some stinky bibs on and they've just like turned yeah. up with these lot <laughs> Yeah, that is that is very good. I am very surprised though. You've gone with you've gone with three centre backs because I I've only gone for one. I've one. Gone for, yeah, I've gone for one centre back. And, and in hindsight, if I'm, my team's playing against yours with three, we're going to need the attackers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works out then. That actually works out quite nicely. Well, I didn't know which formation you were going with, and I was just mm. I was like maybe build up from the back, and yeah, well, that's yeah. why I didn't have more than one striker because I just think R nine Ronaldo could do it on his own. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Have you, were there any like close calls? Any one that would definitely be on the bench? Uh, Kaka for me. Nice. Um, Kaka, yeah. Iron Robin. I love Iron Robin. Just that mm. the cutting in on the left foot. Just uh, brilliant. textbook Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of like uh, I wasn't thinking of like Gerald or Lampard because I don't think they fit the 
Like I've, uh, defenders, I don't think for seven aside doesn't really matter because a defender can just defend. But I think for a seven aside, you want some like agile, like nimble, skillful players. So yeah. that's why I left like Gerald and Lampard out. So yeah, anyone like uh, Kaka, Perlo, anyone like that, yeah, they'd be on my bench instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you there. You need um, you need the agility in there, uh, and that's I'll go I'll go into my team now. That sort of leads me on go to my it. to my goalkeeper. I've gone for a man with cat like reflexes I, I was thinking of maybe check or Buffon, but i think on seven aside i think their height is just it, it doesn't not matter but it's less important i've gone for Ika casillas oh. um, i idolized this man when i was younger i had the same gloves as him when i used to play in goal even <laughs> though like i said he's shorter than some of those incredible players for him to have the career that he had whilst having that slight disadvantage he's cat-like and i've just, just yeah. what an, he was what an incredible second. bloke yeah, he was, he was my second, second. Yeah, he was my second uh, uh, behind Van der Sar. But yeah, he, that the guy's won everything, yeah. club level, international level. He has amazing. Yeah, he's very well decorated. It's a shame, really, that he didn't get a very good send off from a uh, from Real Madrid. I think he, if I remember rightly, he sort of fell out with the with the board at the time, and yeah, ended that up, is a shame. Yeah, club captain as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And in defence, I'm I'm still sort of just, just can't decide between two. Um, okay, I'll, I'll tell you the both of them, then I'll, I'll select. I'm thinking Rio right, Ferdinand or Sergio yeah. Ramos, because Rio Ferdinand, I think, I think his his uh, ability on the ball is a little bit underrated. I don't think he gets as much credit for for scooping it up and then moving forward with it. But yeah, then Sergio Ramos is just animal. Again, again, I put Rio Ferdinand. Rio Ferdinand was my one of my backups uh, centre backs, and the reason why Ramos goes in ahead is just because the amount of goals and stuff like that. Like, mm. it's ridiculous for a centre back to have, I think, nearly 150 goals. I know he yeah. doesn't play in the um, like the top division. Like during his time, the Spanish league was kind of seen as like a joke division. Yeah, Obviously just two teams going out all the time. But he's done it in Champions Leagues and everything like that. So yeah, that's that's why he was in for me. Yeah, true. Right, actually, for that reason, then I'm going to stick Rio in there because I'm only playing one at the back, so I need someone who's who's going to going to stay back. I'm not asked about getting goals there, but just in front of him, makes sense. I'm going to have Patrick Riera um, because oh, he's just going to body oh. people. I think he's he is one. He's of going to be gliding through players. the play, watching him do just go from the whole length of the pitch. Sort of uh, just making it look like he's on a seven-a-side pitch at eleven-a-side. <laughs> Literally, Pete, the the opposition might as well have just stepped aside and just started clapping. Just going on, honestly, just you're gonna go for a new way. You're yeah. six foot four. You're massive. You're fast. Just just go ahead. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I'm gonna have him there in front, but um, I, I, I trust him to drop back if uh, if need be next to Rio, and then alongside um, Patrick Vieira. It's a. I've, I was gonna say Fabregas, but I've actually not put him in. Um, this might be a bit of a surprising one. I've gone for Santi Cazorla um, okay. because I've got I've got a very tall team here, and he's a he's he's a short, two footed magician who can I don't know he can weave in and out of players quite easily, and he can find pockets of space to receive the ball and then move. Like he will find space anywhere in a cardboard box he will find he will find space to give it and receive he was he was an overshadowed player in the premier league overshadowed by a worse team around him and just mm. at the time the likes of united etc being miles above but yeah i agree like such an underrated player such an mm. underrated player 
Yeah, he, right. he could have been David Silver. He could have been a David Silver. Yeah, no, I think I think that I think that's fair to say. And like, a shame that injury sort of tarnished his career a little bit. And he, but he got mm. lucky though towards the now. I know he's still playing. I think he's a is it Villarreal of Valencia? I think it's Villarreal. Um, at one point he was having surgery and they thought he might not even be able to walk again. And he came yeah. back and, and bossed it in the Liga and got back into I the remember. Spain squad. Um, yeah. I remember that, yeah. Joke player, joke player. But then alongside, sorry, just in front of him, uh, I, I'm going to put this player on the on the right or maybe on the left. I'm not sure. I'm going to have two sort of cams in there. Uh, similar to you, I've gone with Zidane. Just in case things kick off, you know, we need a headbutt. <laughs> Um, he's <laughs> yeah. going to be in there. He's going to back everyone up. Matarazzi comes in. Exactly. With his shoulders hence. Exactly. Zidane what did you say to my? What did you say about my sister? Bosh. Bang. Bang. Exactly. And but yeah, just like he's a magician, and he? he makes football look like art, like the, like the best players do. Literally. On the other like side, like a painter. Just like a painter. Yeah. On the other side, uh, as you know, seven aside, it's a compact pitch. We're going to see some old school skills from uh, Ronaldinho. The old school Jogger Benito. I was waiting for you to finish your team because I was like, there's one man that I've been waiting to say that <laughs> is literally first reserve. And yeah, that, oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, bloke is a joke. He was one player, I remember on, I think on last year's FIFA, I made my player look like him on pro clubs because, <laughs> because I felt like my player would, would play better. He'd play like Ronaldinho. Um, didn't happen, but still. <laughs> the thought was there it's fine yeah the it's thought fine. was there and then up top um, a player that can hold his own because he's got the strength to hold a defender off but will also finish it from anywhere is uh, Thierry Henry imagine Zidane Ronaldinho Thierry Henry that's just going to that's going to be an absolute madness it's a fearsome attack it's a very fearsome attack <laughs> it is yeah who do you, what team do you think is winning then out of, out of R2 are they going to counteract each other do you think Mine sounds so boring now. Mine sounds so defensive now. You're, I, I know I've got some class centre-backs in there, but I think if Ronaldinho, Thierry Henry and um, the likes of Vieira behind them is running at me, I, I don't think I've got a good chance. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe I feel like I feel like you'd uh, with you, you'd be catching a goal on the break. I reckon that's that's what you, you're. It's going to be a long for. ball. Yeah. I don't think you can do long ball on a seven aside, but <laughs> I think that's what my team sounds like. I hate playing the long ball as well. There's no, there's nothing in there. I like building up from the back and stuff like that. So um, yes, I, I think I think yours would win though. I do think yours would win. See, man, maybe maybe we can test it test it one day. Get them into the cage. Um, do you play seven aside? Uh, no, I used to. I play Sunday league though. I play eleven aside. So I used to hate seven aside. It's just thugs wanting to snap you in half that's literally oh, my right. experience See, that's, that's what I think about 11 aside I feel like I prefer sevens it's like arcade version oh well, yeah it's the same thing but you've got more space no it's alright on a Sunday league I don't. I love a tackle I do especially on grass just I'm not sludged on, on Astro because your skin will just go <laughs> yeah no it. that is true yeah it's true yeah I suppose you can you can avoid the some of the bigotry if uh, when you're yeah. on an 11 aside pitch yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you remember Masters football? Oh, bring it back now. Bring yeah. it back now. Honestly, Saturday morning God. before all the other games, sitting there with my toast and my cereal watching <laughs> Masters football. Brilliant. It was they like a retired footballers European Super League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a class idea. I don't know why they ever got rid of it. It was absolutely brilliant. Mm. 
Anyway, that's our football question uh, that I dusted there. I want to move on to, I guess this is a, is this the deep one or the hyper? Yeah, this is the deep question now. We'll do that first. The deep question. The deep Let's question. So I want to see, have you ever conquered a fear? This, I was actually um, speaking about this with my mate because I was like, I don't really, I've never really had like fears. Like I don't have vertigo. I don't, I'm not scared of like spiders or snakes mm. or anything like that. But I mean, like, spiders freak me out, but I'm not like terrified of them. But um, I'm, like, I know a lot of people, a lot of people I know their fear is like socializing, scared to talk to people, but I've never been like that. So I'm just trying to, I was like trying to figure out what I've actually conquered I can look back and go, yeah, I, I, I took on a fear and I beat it. Um, I think this this is going to sound so boring. Independence, mm. for me, being like taking like my own steps, if you know what I mean, not having like help, like wanting to do something off my own back. Like yeah. I was always scared to like put myself forward for things. I was always the one that like probably wait to get picked if you know what I mean. So yeah, to put yeah. that into like an actual um, experience that's actually like happened will probably be when I moved to Australia. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do and I was kind of scared because I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And um, I think taking that step to be more independent and taking more responsibility for myself and being more mature, I think that that's kind of what I think I um, I did by conquering a fear, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it takes balls, doesn't it? Like it, you have to, you have to like throw yourself out of your comfort zone to do it. How were you scared when you when you did that? Go to Australia. Um, I was I was excited more than scared, but I was still in the back of my mind. I was like, I was on the plane. I'm like, my mum and dad aren't going to be on the other side of the airport. They're still in England. Like you're on yeah. your own now. Like this is your time to grow up and knuckle down and at the same time enjoy myself. Obviously. But um, yeah, I think it was it was relieving though. It was something I needed to do because I feel like if I never did it, I would be stuck in a rut. Um, mm. So yeah, conquering that was was good because yeah, I guess I was that was a fear. I was fear. I was was scared of. I think I was more scared of like failing myself, disappointing yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So I think I've uh, I did the right thing by stepping up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's see, that's that's a good one. I sort of also struggle to think of like i don't have any massive things that i've been scared of i used to have mm. a mild fear of flying when i was young but it was only brief because i was i was sick on a plane once uh when i was like nine or ten and i just associated that that feeling with flying um even though i don't think it was that at all but um, yeah. yeah i've had many i would have missed out on loads of like interesting life experiences if i didn't get over that tiny little fear of flying because like fear is normal as well right like it's there to mm. keep us safe and serves a purpose but um, in this modern exactly. day it's not uh it's not really that that necessary i guess yeah i know what you mean like that's a that's a completely like logical fear though flying i know loads of people are scared of flying because it is quite daunting because when you're on a plane you do think of the worst possible outcomes you always yeah, do you do yeah yeah it's not it, it doesn't feel natural to be fucking soaring through the air at whatever yeah. speed so high as well like everyone always throws it around like, oh it's the safest form of travel i was like yes but <laughs> statistically if, if, is <laughs> yeah exactly but if anything goes wrong then your chance of survival is is probably quite a lot lower <laughs> yeah it's like this 200 ton whatever metal bird is flying through the air <laughs> taking me bird. across 
what what yeah literally why is this happening like how is this happening (laughs) although actually i do have um a bit of a fear of blood like other people's blood okay um it's not it's not massive but it it makes my i don't know if you if you ever experienced this it makes my like skin feel weird like my arms go a bit like jelly it's like there's a you tuck your your shoulders in and you're like oh yeah like yeah, cringing yeah. i can almost yeah. like feel i feel like something's dripping on my on my on my arms <laughs> oh yeah no i know what you mean like um i i, I think there's people at school that i cut myself once and someone fainted <laughs> mm. <laughs> like passed out in the classroom so yeah 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 quite a lot of people get that i think is there anything that yeah. you're that you're not doing right now in life because like you're a bit scared it could be big or small Anything I'm not doing right now that I'm... Tricky one, right? No, I don't think there is. I don't think there is. Um, there's things I want to do, um, but no, I'm not like scared of them or anything like that. I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah I, I, thought I'd, I thought I'd throw it in there. Um, I'm a bit scared of playing football again because I fucked up my ankle quite badly last summer and I thought oh, it would be all right by now and that I'd avoid surgery. But like I... It's it's weird because I need to put more weight on it and to to run more on it, but it's high risk and not massively high rewards every time. If if you know what I mean, like I, it's fine yeah, for me now yeah. in day to day, but if I want to play football again, I need to like to push the boundaries out. Um, and it's a shame because I miss playing football. Yeah, man, injuries are the worst. I've been injured for like a few months before, and just not playing football is one of the worst. Even going out and kicking the ball round with your mate, like uh, mates. Oh, just, yeah, I hate that. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the hypothetical question to round this episode off. It. It's just, I think this is quite a funny one, in, in my opinion. Um, I heard this on, an, on another podcast, on a, on a comedy podcast, I think it was. Would you take £10 million pounds or dollars, or <laughs> let's do pounds, but for the rest of your yeah. life, there's a snail that's trying to get you. And you can't ever be touched by it. Otherwise, you'll die if this snail touches you. It's this magical demon snail. <laughs> but there are there are some rules that I'll put out. This yeah, snail, yeah, okay. it, it, it can board a plane and other transport. <laughs> so you can't you can't right. just fly to the other side of the world and, and relax because that snail will be on on a plane to your nearest location uh, on the next gotcha. flight. Right. It cannot be killed. And it cannot be trapped in a box or something like that. It needs to have a way out to try and follow you. So, um, yeah, go on. You, you go for it. Okay, so if, let's say I flew to Australia, I lived in Australia, right? And that snail comes across and follows me. When mm. that snail is on, it, when that snail is on land, it's still its normal speed. Yeah. It can't, but can it, like, let's say I go to a house can it hop in a taxi or does it once it gets off that plane it has to it has to like slide along or however oh, that's it moves. a good point that's a really good point um, because if it's hopping in cars and stuff then that's quite creepy because you just you'll, you'll see this taxi arrive this snail get out <laughs> and even though you still have a long time to think about moving on i don't know mm. i think i would take the 10 mil yeah i think i would you know what yeah i'd take it I'd um I'd risk it. I think it'd be a laugh as well. Just having been chased by a snail. I'm undecided because I think you'd. I think it would send you insane. Like imagine never being able to fully relax. This snail will be on your That's mind day and night uh, because it can kill you. Yeah, and I, the creepy bit is the sleeping bit. Like even if you have yeah. your door, like what if I have my door closed and it can't fit under? Like does it just wait outside? 
Well, yeah, then it will wait outside if it can't get through. But you can't like you can't then go put a box over the top of it to to, to keep it there. The only time would be if you're sleeping, because even if you're awake, even that if that snail is a meter in front of you, you yeah. just walk back another meter, and then you saved yourself another half an hour of life. Yeah, it's true. That's true. I think you would actually maybe. So I think I think more... I'd, I'd take I think I'd take the ten mil. I'd take the yeah. ten mil. I'd risk it's, it. It's it's a tricky one, isn't it? I, also, I don't think anyone would believe you. Like, I don't, if you were telling people, there's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's a snail chasing, chasing me, man. I've got to go. I've got to dash. I was like, what? What are you on about? What are you talking about? You're mental. Uh, yeah. well, I've got 10 million quid, so there you go. Where you got that well, from? I, oh, wizard gave it to me. So if yeah. I don't get catch, caught by this snail, I can keep it. Well, yeah, I can keep my life some, as well. Gave me some magic beans after that. Um, <laughs> yeah. all, all believable. Yeah, I, I think I think it's too much of a sum to to turn down. Maybe you could like build a a maze. I don't know if that counts as trapping it. If you build like a maze with an open end for it to try and find, then you if there were two open ends, then that way you could sort of stand the same place. If there are two open ends, when it when it gets close to the other end, you open up the other one and close that end. So that way it's never technically trapped. Because it it can get out, but it just that just sounds like a lot of hassle, and I don't think I had a, I would have any time to spend my ten mil, mate. Yeah, mate, for ten mil you pay someone else to do it. Good point. Good I'd point. Be like, oh, mate, come on, sort me, sort me, uh, sort me one of those classic snail uh, mazes out, would you, boy? Yeah, you know, I think they see them in the brochure at Argos. Yeah, I've seen them before. <laughs> what if it was like a slightly faster animal? Let's say like a a walking pig, a cheetah, <laughs> a <No>. cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well let's say Maybe. A, a walking piglet that's all i don't know what speed that is but yeah a slow walking dog oh no, i don't think it'd be no, worth it no no it's not worth it no a snake that's a completely different ballpark it's a completely mm. different ballpark i mean snail to a dog yeah no i think if yeah. it was a piglet i think i'd i'd can i be like can i have the piglet i'd love a little piglet running about That'd no if it touches you it dies you die <laughs> Yeah, but no, I don't take the money. I can take the piglet instead. Okay, all right. I don't know if anyone's so, ever answered that question like that. <laughs> they, they keep the 10 mil, but I get right. the piglet without its demonic powers. There you go. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. There's a loophole there and you, and you found yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> think of, if you had the 10 mil though, think of how many piglets you could buy. That's a good point. That's a good, and they come in many forms like smoked, uh, streaky. Um, how else? <laughs> for all the vegetarians how, and vegans out there i'm sorry yeah apologies um how would you spend that amount of money how would you spend 10 mil i wouldn't uh, i've everyone's always thought about every, i think everyone on this planet has thought about having like won the jackpot lorry or something yeah and I, I honestly i don't i don't think it'd go to my head i honestly don't think it would like i wouldn't go i wouldn't be all flash like you treat yourself and stuff i wouldn't be all flash I wouldn't go buy some like 10 bed house in like the maldives or something like you treat yourself obviously but i think i'd i'd want to be smart about it i'd want to invest and keep that money safe and build it but whilst you know helping out friends and family as well yeah that's what i'd do i'd um send my mum and dad on holiday um send my sister wherever she wants to go you know uh help my nan and granddad out cousins etc but yeah i think i'd do yeah something a bit more selfless yeah same here i I think i don't think it would go to my head completely i would buy loads of i'd buy like a few livable properties and then a few rental properties just so you've got that you've got that secured it's in the bag being a bit yeah. sensible with it maybe a nice apartment like, in london 
I feel like that's yeah, a big, oh, London's be nice. like one of the best places to live if you have the money to do it well. I think if you can live in a nice area, maybe a villa yeah. in Spain as well. Yeah, no, I agree. It's like um, maybe like buy some like rundown pro- properties and then redevelop them. You know, refurbish them, sell them on stuff like that. I'd do property. Nice, Alfie Mackens, home under the hammers. <laughs> what a show! <laughs> What an yeah, elite show. show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, show. Alfie, we've, uh, we've gone through, this episode has gone really quick, but it's a bit longer than the it last has. one. Um, yeah, we've, we've gone through the, for the free questions. Do you have any concluding comments or, or admin? Um, just thanks for having me on. Sorry if I've rambled at any point. Um, hope <laughs> no, everyone fine. who's listening enjoyed listening to my voice. Uh, but yeah, no, just thanks for having me on, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. No, pleasure is mine, sir. And that is it, an audio-exclusive episode done and dusted once again. If you've enjoyed it, then click subscribe or follow or maybe leave a five-star rating if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. But that's all for now. Take care and see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 